Listener discretion is advised. Hey everyone, welcome back to the I Should Totally Be Dead Right Now podcast, where we tell true stories as survivors of true crime, natural disasters, and everything else in between. How are you, Michelle? Good, good, good. We have some exciting news. Yeah, let's hear it. So... I was going to try to do a drum roll, but I'm not good at the sound effects. <laughs> that was great. Thank you. So we are now on the radio. On the radio. Woo! So we uh, partnered with KMWV and 98.3. Here in Salem, Oregon. It, yeah. It's the Willamette Valley. Yeah. Well, so, yes. So yes. Um, so we're super excited. So if you're local... Hello, hey radio people. Check us out Tuesday nights at 7. Yeah, every Tuesday at 7. So we're just super excited. That's so yeah. great. They just have to edit out Michelle's curse words. It takes her a long time, poor thing. Good job, Lisa. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, so we're uh, super excited. So thank you so much for listening. You're listening right now on the radio. Yeah. So, woo hey, woo. Hey. Well, right. since it was Saturday morning recording, yeah. mm-hmm. once more... I started looking up brunch drinks mm-hmm. and came across the New Orleans Fizz. Cute. New Orleans, I can't really say it. I've never actually been there. New Orleans, New yeah. Orleans. I, I just recently watched it. an Anthony Bourdain. He went oh. to. He went there. So I've always wanted to try to make a drink with egg whites. As you know, I yep. bring it up numerous times. Yes. So I finally found one, and it actually turns out to be. Quite good. I'm honestly surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I rolled in with all these ingredients and Kayla's yeah. like, uh, okay. okay. But it works. But it does work. It almost tastes like orangey yogurt or something. It doesn't just taste like yogurt. Yeah. Yeah, like a, a sweet yogurt. It's a good morning drink. It's definitely a good brunch drink, yeah. I would say. What it is, is this is for one. I, of course, made numerous. Four. I made yeah. like eight batches worth of stuff Mm. we've only drank four though okay we have one and a half ounces of gin two ounces of cream one and a quarter ounces of simple syrup a half ounce of both freshly squeezed lemon juice and freshly squeezed lime juice a large egg white two dashes of orange flower water which i was a little concerned about finding but turns out it was right there in the liquor store beauty next to all the bitters and then club soda so what you do is you put everything in except the club soda into a shaker and then you do a dry shake so there's mm-hmm. no ice in it okay. and it becomes this frothy creamy deliciousness mm. and then you add ice shake it again and then strain it into a glass we garnish with an orange and it's quite good it's tasty it's a little thick you know it is a little so. thick it's like drinking a milkshake almost it is yeah but it's tasty so it's super tasty and we use that dang aviation gin again mm. oh Super good. Ronald Reynolds, we love you. Yeah. I got some. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I got some sick ass aviator sunglasses, which I forgot to bring. Oh. I know. That's okay. They're on my desk, though. Oh, right. Turns out they look good on everyone. They look good on me. They look good on Joel. They look good on Paul. They look good on everyone. They probably look good on you. Thank you. If I had brought them. Now I have to get some. Yeah. Well, I looked to see Mm -hmm. if I could find another pair. So we can match? So we could match because they came free with the gin, of course. That's cute. None. They came free with the gin? Yeah, it was like right on the neck of it, these aviation sunglasses. Oh Aviators, right. excuse me. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's cool. 
All right. Well, so they're going to be in my car as my backup sunglasses. That's awesome. I'm going to be tooling around town looking, looking awesome. So cool. Yeah. It happens, you know. All right. You're like, <laughs> bitch, we're telling a story now. I can't even with you in the sunglasses. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. So this story is about Jayla Gladden. Jayla Gladden. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it is September 4th, 2017. And we are in Carlton, Georgia. Carlton, Georgia. I think so. That's how you say it. Carlton. Yeah, good good enough. All right. Carrollton, <laughs> Carlton. Sorry, Georgia. Anyways, so. <laughs> They're very nice down there. I feel like they'd be forgiving. Okay, great. Yeah. Thank you. So, <laughs> Jayla is a college senior student at the University of West Georgia. Okay. So, it is 11.30 p.m. Mm, okay. So, she tells her boyfriend that she is going to the store to get tea and medicine because she was feeling sick. Oh, so poor thing. Just, yeah. She was just not feeling good. So, she's like, I'm going to go to the store, get ready, you know. Her know. boyfriend wasn't like, hang on, babe. You know what? I'm going to go to the store for you. That's what Nicholas would do. <laughs> well, they don't live together. So she has a roommate. And oh, then he so lives. she like called him. She I wasn't... think he, she texted him just like, hey, I'm just going to go to the store. Okay. So he wasn't like sitting on the couch no. with her. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. No. Back to Jayla, heading to the <laughs> store on her own. Poor so, sick thing. I know. She, uh, I mean, she just has comfortable clothes on. She just has like a Nike t-shirt, mm. green, you know. Probably some yoga pants or Probably, some such yeah. thing. That's what I'd be wearing. And she goes to the local Kroger and she got her things, and she's walking back to her car, to her green Honda Accord. Oh, okay. Her car was not even far away. She had a primetime spot. I mean, for that late, there's a lot of parking spots, you know, open. So she's just near, right in the front. Pretty much in. just like the second one out. I mean, she's really close to the front. Okay. But then a man approaches her and asks if she had a lighter. She said no, of course. No, I do I'd have be a like- lighter. You got it, man. I always have a lighter. <laughs> Good God. So I, she... I don't have a lighter with me right now. Um, I almost always have a lighter with me, though. Great. We'll see you next time. Yeah. I don't like the way this is headed. So she opened the door, and then she felt a sharp object pressing against her abdomen. <sighs> she looked down, and it was a knife. He ordered her to get into the car. She entered into the driver's side and then climbed over the passenger side. So she's getting into her car. Yep, her okay. car, but you know, she's going, she's crawling through the driver's side to get to the passenger side because he's going to drive. But it's so weird because there is security footage of this. It's kind of grainy, so it's really kind of hard to see, but you can see this her all climbing happening. over. She, yeah, you can see her getting inside. But it's also, while she's like getting inside, another customer is like walking past the car. Like, oh, and like not, not even... even noticing anything. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's so weird. Oh, it must I'm... have been pretty subtle because maybe he had the knife like way down low right. and hidden in his sweatshirt or be. some such thing. Absolutely. So he climbs in and asks if she knew how to get to Atlanta and then starts to drive off. The man stopped and parked the car behind a church and told Jayla to take her clothes off. She pleaded hmm. with him and he said, there is no purpose in crying. Oh, I know. I'll cry all I want. Fuck you. <laughs> so, this is super sad, but so he did uh, rape her and sodomize her. Oh, poor thing. And then they continued to drive off. So, he needed money yeah. and he planned to rob a gas station. Jayla knew that most gas stations around the Atlanta area are behind protected bars and he has, you know, a knife. 
<laughs> so what so, is he going to do? Exactly. Good luck. Go yeah. enjoy robbing that gas station. I'll see you in jail. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> Julia kept her cool and she started talking to the man. What she found out was that he was recently out of prison and he was there for several years. Oh. Jayla thought fast and knew that he probably was not tech savvy since he's been in prison for multiple years. She is thinking fast. Right? I would like, uh, in my <laughs> situation, I don't think I'd handle it quite as well. So she said that she can Google locations for different gas stations for him to rob if he gave her her phone and she can help navigate him. Mm. He believed her and gave her the phone. What she did was immediately turn down the brightness on the phone so he couldn't see what she was doing. And she quickly shared her location to her boyfriend in a text message. Damn, girl. Good idea. Right? She states it was the most logical thing to do. So, Tamir Bryant was asleep when he heard his phone buzz, which is really lucky because it is now 2.19 a.m. in the morning. Oh, my God. I would have never heard it. I would have woken up in the morning and been like, oh, my God. Yeah. No. Good job, Tamir. I know. To wake up. So, this is what the text message, how it went. So, at 2.19 a.m., boom, text message, here's her location. Okay. And he says, YWA, where you at? Yeah. And then he asks, why are you there, question mark. And then all she wrote back was kidnapped. <gasps> oh, my God. Could you imagine no. what his reaction was like? Is she kidding? Is well, that's what kidding? he was. He replied as, stop playing right now. I'm headed to the police station. And she said, in God. And he's like... Oh, my God. <laughs> I have total goosebumps. <laughs> oh. And then he said, yes, ma'am. You're in Atlanta, baby. Oh, my God. Did you give the location to anyone else? No. And then she wrote back, knife, scared. And then he wrote back, type of car. She said, mine. I'm scared. Don't call 911. And he's like... Of course, he went to the police, like, during all this. So, he's at the police station right now. He oh says, my gosh. I'm with them now. What do you want me to do? Telling parents now. Oh, God. This <laughs> is a scary nightmare. I know. She says, I don't want him to kill me. If he sees lights, he's going to do it. So, he said if he saw police oh, lights, he was he, just going to kill her. Just, oh, my God. He said, who is he? She says, I don't know. Got me outside Kroger. He said... Got me outside Kroger. Yeah. What's well, his Kroger, mm. but I mean autocorrect, but... Yeah. Oh, uh, and he says, what's he wearing? Anything that stands out about him? This is now at 2.33, so this is all happening really quickly. Yeah. She says, no, he's gonna rob Kroger. Kroger. Because she kept saying Kroger, sorry. He's gonna rib Kroger. Kroger. He might put me in trunk is going to Michigan. He said he doesn't know how I'm getting back. Don't let me die. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> and then he said, we've got help coming. And then she stopped answering him after that. Oh, my God. Could you imagine texting someone who's been kidnapped and, like, trying to figure out where they're going, who they're with? Oh, my and, God. Ah, so scary. Well, and just not being able to approach them very easily because if he gets surrounded by police cars, his instinct is probably going to be to kill her or, yeah. you know, hopefully no, exactly. just push her out of the car and be done with her and, you know, yeah. less in those charges. So but. 
So I don't a, think that's how you know, <laughs> yeah. kidnappers really think. I don't think so. So since the gas stations weren't working, he was trying to rob Kroger. Oh, that seems like a worse idea. So he put her in the trunk and took her phone back. Oh, so she, she knew he is, in fact, going to put me in yeah, the trunk. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And took her phone away? Yep. So he, so her boyfriend is at the police station, of course, and he's freaking out, especially being able to see her location moving along the highway. Oh, uh, well, at least it's... At least they, they can, can see, see that. around what area she's in. So with the help of Jayla's roommate, police was able to make, to get the make and model of her car. Because I guess mm. her boyfriend didn't know exactly what she drove, but her roommate did. So now they know nice the make, the model of her car. They're on the lookout. They called out to all police in that area just to keep an eye out. Like, hey, this is the type of car we're looking this for. This is what's happening. There's mm-hmm. a kidnapping in progress. Probably some attempted robberies on the way. One officer saw an idle car with the engine running and lights off, and it matched the description that they were sent. Mm. The man, at the same time, though, spotted the officer, turned on the lights, and sped towards the exit. During this time, he collided with four cars <coughs> and the parked parole car and almost hit the policeman that was approaching the okay, car. Okay, so you're not acting incognito really <laughs> at all. No. Please, ah, get out of here. Yeah. so he called in for backup the officer (laughs) so now officers drew their weapons and instructed the man to stop ignoring their commands the man crashed into the fence jayla seeing her opportunity jumped out of the wrecked car and ran towards police telling him that he jumped the fence and fled Mm. get that motherfucker yeah Pretty much. So she FaceTimed her boyfriend right after this, and she was crying and running, and he could see police lights in the background. Oh, my gosh. And then the man was arrested 10 hours later. 10 hours later? It took him 10 hours to find him? Yeah, because it's the middle of the night. I mean, it's dark. I guess so. He got away. Well, I'm glad they found him in 10 hours. I know, right? And not, you know, 300 days later. Seriously. So this man is Timothy Wilson. And he has been in and out of the criminal justice system since he was 13 years old. Mm. So he recently just got out of prison when he kidnapped Jayla because he needed money, needed a car. So he pretty much got out and, okay. Mm. Just, okay. Just did some Uh, bad things. Very bad things. Yeah. So he was charged with rape, false imprisonment, aggravated assault, aggravated sodomy, hijacking a motor vehicle, kidnapping, and aggravated assault against a police officer. Damn. And was sentenced to life. Oh, good. So he is in prison. For a long for time. For a long, long Forever, time. hopefully. So Tamir is so proud of his girlfriend and her quick thinking and sharing her location. He states, if I didn't get the location, who knows what would have happened? Her doing it on her own, she was able to outsmart the bad guy. Well, just the fact that she's thinking on her feet so well. I mean, good job. Absolutely. I hope to never be in a situation like that, of course. Yeah. Um, But I just wonder if my reaction, if I would have that kind of... I mean, I feel like now I'm a little more prepared than I was, you know, 20 minutes ago when you started this story. Mm -hmm. So... No, it's... I mean, she's super smart and even she's sick i mean she i know she's just got a cold yeah, god damn it oh my gosh <laughs> she just needs some nyquil and some tea and some sleep oh what a terrible oh. so i bet that should knock that cold right out yeah. she didn't have that cold anymore 
So Jayla says that she that this could have been prevented with better security. So at the at uh, the Kroger at the at Kroger because mm. when he tried to rob the other Kroger, there was a security guard right there, so he didn't even get inside because he was like, oh no, like there's mm. security here. But at the other Kroger, there was no one there. So gosh, I'm always scared that I'm gonna see something. And not really know it for what it is. Well, it's the thing, like, that person that walking by in the very beginning, like, if you saw yourself on the CCTV and, like, oh, that person was being kidnapped and I walked right by. Yeah, with my, like, basket full of some, you know, wine and crackers. Exactly. If it's my basket, that's what I've got in it. (laughs) But, hmm. So she states, he has taken a lot away from my life. And it doesn't need to happen again. It shouldn't have happened in the first place. I think this really puts in a light of, you know, how much security places really need. Yeah. I mean, even in the parking lot, a lot of shady shit can happen. Like, especially, like, the last story I said, not the last story, but the earlier episode about the woman in the parking aid. Oh, the yeah, parking in, the parking in the parking garage. Yes, I remember that. In the elevator. And a and man the- in a suit. And a man in a suit just come up and stabbed her. I mean, like, it's just so crazy. And it's just sad that we need this much security because people are being targeted. Mm. Ah, it's just, ah. But you should learn how to share your location on your phone. You can do it with any phone that you have. Yeah, I'm going to learn right now because I honestly don't even know if I could share my location. Well, I believe with an iPhone, what do you have? Well, now I do have an iPhone. So let's check it out. I'm going to try to share my location with Joel. So... Go to... Well, fucking let's find Joel first. I apparently never text him. I think you go here to info and share... Share my current location. Yeah. So what you do, if you have an iPhone, you can go to a person, anyone in your text messages or contact, and then you hit info and you can... It's right there. It just says send my current location and you can send it. Oh my goodness. I'm looking at all the pictures that I've sent to Joel and that's like... Well, besides your Epcot cup oh. that you gave me yeah. at Christmas. It's like all puppies. That's cute. <laughs> like a little maverick in the chair. Aww. His ears are so big. Oh, God But also, it. I guess if you do it, if you hit the, what's this button on the side? Five times. Oh, I have read that. It brings up the emergency. Yeah. You're like, um. I'm trying. Screen button. Oh, there it is. Oh, stop. Oh. Stop calling. Okay. Oops, I think Ooh, I just No, emergency called candled. Oh, okay, good. Canceled. Star Wars. For guys. you guys. For you guys. <laughs> we're gonna have 911 busting in oh here. Oh my gosh. So it works, guys. It works. <laughs> so don't did, did I tell you that um I think I might have told this story already, but I'm gonna tell it again. Back when I was growing up at our family home, Apparently, whenever our answering machine, back in the day when we had answering machines on a physical phone, yeah. if it ran out of batteries, it would call 911. And so, and I would be like home alone a lot in the afternoons, uh-huh. you know, from the time I was like 12 or 13 uh-huh. on. And all of a sudden, the freaking, the cops show up at the house and I'm like, they're like, someone called 911. And I was like, what? And... No, our, and it, then it happened like three more times, and we figured it out that it was the answering machine calling 911 when it would get low on batteries. It was That seems like a waste. Yeah, no, well, a 911 was not pleased with us, let me tell you. Well, this doesn't seem like a known thing. Yeah, it was bizarre, because we're like, why are the police, like, showing up at our house again? Huh, <laughs> that's so odd. Yeah, we grew up out in the middle of nowhere, so it took them a while to get there. And 
But when it happened when I was home alone, that was like the scariest. It was like, oh my God. The scariest thing, sorry guys, this is really not related, but the scariest thing that happened, I was, you know, 12, 13 babysitting two young boys. And this is before I had a cell phone. I mean, mm, yeah. Because, you know. Same. <laughs> we had our answering machine calling 911. So I'm babysitting. All of a sudden, this man comes to the front door. And I don't mm. answer it, of course, because it's like an old dude. Like, yeah, I'm not you've gonna... been taught. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to answer the door. And then I see him leaving. But then he walks around the back and cuts the power. <gasps> and I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to die. Oh, <laughs> I would have thought the same thing. I'm I thinking know. the same thing right I... now. Did you make it? I, yeah. <laughs> I put the boys in their bedroom, shut the door. And I was just like, okay, what do I do? I was like making, I went back to every door, make sure it's locked. And I couldn't call anyone because the power is out because the landline was cut. And not cut, but like, you know, yes. it work. So I'm just like, oh my gosh. I'm like listening, wondering. Your heart is probably beating out of its chest. Yeah, it really was. But it turned out it was an electric person and they forgot to pay their bill. So oh. he cut the power because they didn't pay their bill. But I was freaking out for the first you know the last hour of babysitting because this man just walked around behind back and cut the power and that's all the like scary movie tropes right there he's in the house i know oh my gosh <laughs> that's where he's calling from yeah he's in just, the house. i was like boys let's go play in your room and then i closed them in there and try to make him not scared but i'm just like uh i'm freaking out i'm yeah. freaking out i'm 12 you know yeah or 13, whatever the age of, I don't know. Babysitting once babysitting, and the yeah. tower got turned off. And it was like the middle of winter. And I was like, I've got four kids in here. You're going to turn off the power? And he's like, yep. And he did and he left. And I was like, Rude. Okay. Well, so they had it on the next day, but oh, still. Rough. It is. like, Well, and I'm sure it's embarrassing for the parents. Oh, and, yeah. You know. Anyways, technology. You yeah. know, it's crazy. Like it all. Yeah. Well, good job, Jayla. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my gosh. So smart. Even she's sick. Ugh. Poor yeah, girl. Oh, my gosh. on top of it. Yeah. And she was, I mean, even though he, like, assaulted her, she still kept her cool and be like, I'm going to get through this. I have help coming. You know, I mean, I'm sure just those text messages were just heartbreaking. She's probably, like, fucking planning her revenge, revenge right there. <laughs> she's texting this Emmer effort. Yeah. Just disgusting. Ugh. Yeah. Good job, Jayla. We're so proud of you. Way to think quick. Way to use technology. And wait, because she's like, oh, he's been in prison. He doesn't know nothing about cell phones. Let me yeah. turn this brightness down, which I probably wouldn't even think about. I know. Good job. Know. Like, Ugh. well, as I said, I hope to never be kidnapped. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I'm unprepared. Yeah, exactly. So. Well, funny that you should have a story because once again, our stories jive. Really? Per usual. Oh my gosh. Like the, seriously, we don't plan this. No, the help of technology gets someone out of a tight spot. Oh if you my will. gosh. Fucking if you will. Oh. <laughs> seriously, so funny. if we do a uh, I Should Totally Be Dead Right Now cook or a cocktail sort of cookbook, mm -hmm. we're going to make an if you will. And it'll be, it should be a shot that you can just take really fast with all the times that I say, if you will. So it's like, it's not that much alcohol enough that you can take a lot of it. Yeah. But still or it's easy. just going to be a bottle of five farms. <laughs> like that's going to be it. All right. All right. Shall we get into this? Yes. So this story is about Mikey Lifecott and Stacy, you know. Cool. So Mikey and Stacy. Cute. From here on out. Yeah. I'm just not good with last names. I apologize. So Mikey 
is a 39-year-old graphic designer mm-hmm. who had just recently traveled to Bali. Oh, nice. Which I would love to go to Bali one day. Uh, and he brought along his friend Stacy. And Stacy was taking a little bit of a break from being a teacher in South Korea. Oh, wow. So she's heading to, she's like, yeah, I'll take a little week off with you and head to Bali. Why yeah, not? of course. Ugh. So they head, they head out together. So excited for their adventure, the two Americans rented a scooter oh. to sort of see the island. Okay. I and hear then, that a lot. Yeah, I've actually seen quite a bit of that. I've been watching so much Anthony Bourdain, like mm-hmm. No Reservations and yeah. The Layover and stuff. And he's always tooting around on a scooter. And it looks <laughs> super fun. And, well, and then you read a story like this. And I was like, eh, I'm not going to get a scooter. Uh-oh. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, that's yeah. a little foreshadow. Thank you, Caitlin. Oh. Yes, I was going to say the same thing. Wow. Yes, a little foreshadowing. So they had been in town and they were sort of like hanging out till all hours in the morning, chatting with strangers, mm-hmm. you know, from all around the world. I'm assuming doing a little drinking because that's what I would be doing. I'd you be know. going to the pubs. Hell yeah, yeah, I'd be going to the pubs. That's like the first thing we did in Dublin is oh, yeah? we landed and like went to a bar. So that's just how you roll. Yeah. So it was pitch dark and well past 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. at this point. And they hopped back on the scooter and headed towards their hotel. Okay. So Mikey had placed his iPhone in the little pouch, like, in at the front of the scooter. Okay. And I think to, it's like, it's just a little, you can put, it's like a basket you can put shit in or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he had put his iPhone in there um, and was using it to navigate, like, around oh. the island. Okay. And so they climbed up this hill past rice paddies and sort of into the jungle. And he glanced down at his GPS and then back up at the road. But what he didn't really see in time was the curve ahead. Oh, no. So he looked down, unfortunately, right at the wrong time. <gasps> he uh, tried to hit his brakes, but uh-huh. he did not make the turn. Oh, like, no. He just didn't hit the brakes hard enough or he was already going too fast thinking they were still going straight. So he awoke sometime later with the babble of nearby water in his ears. And he tried to sort of like figure out what the hell was going on. Right. So he was flat on his back on a steep slope. So he sort of is on the precipice of sliding down this slope even more. Oh my So gosh. he's on a slope. He's surrounded by vegetation. He's in the middle of the jungle. He tried to sit up, but his body just would not cooperate. So he couldn't really figure out what was going on with his body that he can't sit up. Like, is my back broken? What, you know? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So he was like, what happened? And where am I? And he's like, oh my God, I'm in Bali. And then he tried to like figure out how he got into the forest and Mm -hmm. his mind was just a complete fog. I bet. So he didn't remember anything about the accident. He did sort of realized later that he was in fact in a scooter accident like he remembers driving but he doesn't remember the colliding down and bashing into numerous trees on the way down this hill right he it turns out he had flown 150 feet through the (gasps) air and down into a ravine and he slammed into trees on the way down he could taste and feel blood And so he knew he was bleeding and he knew he had a dull pain through his whole body. His glasses were gone. The scooter was gone. And in the scooter, of course, was his cell phone. Like, because he had put it in that pouch. Mm -hmm. So cell phone gone. 
He realized that his wrist and his torso were totally smashed up. He couldn't move his legs. And then he was like, oh, my God, I had someone with me. I had Stacy. Where's Stacy? And so he's starting to like, Stacy, Stacy. Like, but unfortunately, all of everything is coming out as a whisper. Because it turns out he had collapsed lungs <gasps> as well. So oh, my like, God. You know, hardly being able to talk. What time is this? After 2 a.m. Oh, my God. So it's the middle of the night. Yeah. It's the freaking dead of night. So, but even with just the whisper, he heard this, I'm right here, you know. And Aww. so turns out Stacy was just a few feet away. Oh. So he was able to sort of drag himself closer to Stacy using his arms. So he dragged himself until he was just beside her. She was like, I don't know what's going on and why are we in the woods? And he's like, I think we were in an accident and can you move? And she was like, no, I can't move. I know. And he's like, Stacy, I need you to get up and walk to go get help. And she's like, sorry, man. No, I can't. I can't. So it sort of her saying that she couldn't go get help sort of woke him up out of his stupor. Okay. And he was like, oh, my God, how are we going to get help? Neither one of us can walk. What are we going to do? He thought his back was most likely broken and that he was probably bleeding out because he could feel that he was bleeding. Oh, my gosh. He doesn't know where. Yeah. Ah. No, it's like. uh, And he was like, we might die here. That's crazy. I know. So poor Mikey thinking he was going to die. Unfortunately, started sliding down the hill. So he's he was a, on that ledge. He was on, yeah. The it's not sort of so much a ledge, just sort of perched on a really steep hill, and his perching was over. Oh, so no. he started sliding down. It was, you know, it's a wet jungle, so it was pretty slick, mm-hmm. you know. So he started sliding down. Stacy was like, "I'm scared," but she started sounding further and further away <gasps> because he's just heading down the. The hill. And, Does and she know that? I'm not even sure because I'm not, I don't know. I'm sure she can hear like something's right. a mess. Both of them could be like, oh, each yeah. of us is sounding. And they're sounding further and further oh away, but neither of them can really move. Oh. So at last, Mikey came to a rest in this like sort of depression in the hillside uh-huh. where he was able to sort of grasp a tree root. So he was able to sort of hold on and oh. slow himself. I don't think he was like, sliding down the hill at a really fast pace i think he was slowly going and was able just to be able to grab that just enough to be able to stop his slide so once he sort of got into this little nook Uh in the hill this eerie calm came over him okay and he felt like if he was gonna die let this be it and he was in a peaceful place and all would be well So he sort of let himself close his eyes and was like, I'm just going to let be what be, you know. Oh my gosh. What happens, happens. Sad. Um, And then he's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) And he scolded himself and he's like, stop thinking that way. You have to save Stacy. Like, you have someone else to think about. No. No. (laughs) Don't think like that. You're not going to die. But he's like, how the F is anyone going to find us way out here? Like, they're in the middle of the jungle, off the road, down a hill. I mean, 
Yeah. And no, at three in the morning, probably by this point. And he was just like lamenting the loss of his cell phone and the scooter. But then he remembered he had a second cell phone. A second cell phone? And this was his cell phone to call the United States. So he had one for calling locally, I guess. And then one specifically for calling home. Oh. It had an international plan on it, the whole thing. Whoa. So he knew it was in um, his jacket pocket, and so he sort of felt around and was able to move a little bit, and he found it. <gasps> and it's not dun, broken? Dun, dun, it's not broken. Oh. So carefully, he pulled it out. He powered it on. He turned on the international data roaming, and he was, like, able to sort of balance it on his chest with his good hand. Oh, his so he's sort of, like, hand. holding it up, looking down at it. And the battery charge, 42%. Yeah, so he's got a good charge on it, so that's nice. So he thought about sort of Googling the number for local police and was like hoping whoever answered spoke English. And then he was like, what am I going to tell them? Like, Where are we? Yeah, Yeah. I've been in an accident and I'm somewhere. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So he noticed that he had a few apps on his phone and one of them was Facebook. Oh, okay. So, an idea struck. He, taking good care to not let the blood slick phone tumble into the dark ravine, (gasps) he opened it, he went on his status page and typed away. And then a couple minutes later, a friend of his, Amy Spivak, Mm -hmm. hopefully I said that right, saw the post. Okay. And so... This post is just like, help accident yeah so here let's let's kind of get to the post sorry no you're fine you're fine so it turns out amy was supposed to be working but she like had decided to go on vacation so she had rented a cabin up in the pocono mountains okay and to get away from the new york heat if you will and actually if you will if you will god damn it drink (laughs) um but turns out Mikey had actually asked her to go to uh, to Bali with him. Oh. And she was like, no, I can't. But she was following his travels oh. on Facebook. So she Knew was, where they were. Yeah, she was following him pretty close. She knew he was in Bali. So turns out what Mikey had posted, on, he used the like a big red background. You know how you can put a background to your post? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I never do that, but you can. Yeah. Um, and it said, help, in danger, call police. Oh, And that whoa. was it. And so Amy saw this and was like, what the hell? And so she's like trying to get a hold, in touch with them. And then she remembered that Facebook has a function where you can actually call another person. And so she gave that a try. Oh. And turns out Mikey picked up. Oh, shoot. <laughs> okay. So he was like, Amy, I'm in the woods. I don't know where I am. I don't know what's happening. And she's like, can you send me your location? Ah. Yes, I can send you my location. Holy cow, this worked out so great. <laughs> I know, isn't that so funny? That blows my mind. Fucking, we're going to have the craziest random Nautica ever yeah, because... Because we we're so insane. Yes. Ugh. So she's like, I'm going to call someone and we'll get you out of there. So they hung up. So he sent her his locations using the pin drop function mm. on Facebook. And so now at least one person in the world knew where the F he was. <laughs> So, at that point, she had no idea how to, who to call or how to proceed. But she knew someone who did. So, she started getting in touch with Mikey's huge network of friends on Facebook. And 
So they were like, hey, he needs help with, you know, we mm-hmm. need to get some resources together type of thing. And so people were just texting and texting. Like, Mikey, are you okay? Mikey, what police do we call? Do you know where you are? All mm. these things. And finally, someone told him that if you activate Apple's emergency SOS call by hitting the off button on your iPhone oh five God. times quickly, <laughs> you can get a um, an emergency call. Oh my gosh. So, um, we tried it here. I know, it, it works. I know, this is a little crazy. It is a little it's crazy. It's not planned at all, folks. I swear it's not planned. Because we want to be surprised. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't tell her about my stories at I know. all. It that really helps with the title, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, finally, after all these like comments and stuff, they were mm-hmm. like, everyone needs to stop commenting we're getting him the help he needs and you know it's like we need to keep this line sort of open now so mikey can only answer the things that he needs to answer and that type of thing that's so nice that so many people want to help though yeah no one guy was like dude i will fly out tonight and come get you if you need like i'm going to bali right now so meanwhile all the while stacy is continuing to struggle oh So she was trying to scream for help, but each time it came out like a whimper. She was in and out of consciousness, confused and numb by pain. Her face bones had Uh been shattered (gasps) and an object had slammed into her mouth while she was crashing and it sliced sliced off like part of her tongue (gasps) and loosened some of her teeth. Yeah. So something just crashed right into her mouth. Oh my gosh. Poor thing. So I know. Oh, you're just laying there. And so uh, Mikey was like, Stacy, I'm trying to get help. And, you know, him with his collapsed lungs, they're just sliding down a fucking hill. And sliding down a fucking hill. (laughs) Stacy started thinking, why aren't either of us getting up? And Mikey thought his back was broken. Mm-hmm. And what about Stacy's? Like, is your back broken? And she tried to move her legs, but she couldn't get them underneath her. Any movement made her feel as if she might fall down that steep incline. Oh. So she dug her fingernails into the soil and waited for the help that Mikey right. has now called. And she just prayed that it was on the way. So among the people in the Facebook feed uh-huh. in the other parts of the world was Stacy's old friend, Josh Hoffer. Okay. And he was sitting at his office computer in Raleigh, North Carolina, and he felt completely jolted when he first saw Mikey's first post about, Mm. like, call, help, in danger. And he was relieved to see when the pin drop went on Facebook, and he could see where they were. Mm. But then he realized how frustratingly vague it actually was right it wasn't real clear where the f they were Mm. in bali so what he ended up doing is he took a screenshot of the pin drop and he sent it to the u.s consulate in indonesia oh wow so yeah he's rallying the troops and getting in touch with people that are actually in bali Okay, here we go with a whole slew of people doing all kinds of different things. There was a lot of people involved in getting them help. That's great, <laughs> though. Because so many people reached out. I won't say everyone's name, but it's like 30 different people oh, who wow. helped out with this. But they ended up getting, they bombarded the U.S. consulate with calls. And so it was someone in the U.S. consulate that got in touch with emergency crews in Bali. In Bali. And we're able to kind of start the hunt for them. Aww. So pretty much for two hours, this guy at the U.S. consulate just kept in call <laughs> after call after call. 
And so he frantically multitasked, working on the phone, text, email, receiving and parsing a landslide of information from the Facebook folks Mm -hmm. and screenshots, maps, tips, phone number. I mean, like everybody was calling in and trying to, you know, help out. So at 529 a.m., they were able to sort of set out to go try to find them. Okay. They had enough information from all the various people from the Facebook SOS Mm-hmm. To, so it's been about three hours. Yeah, been. yeah, three okay. and a half hours. So it was actually at this point that they were like, everyone stop posting. <laughs> like, oh, we're getting yeah. help. Stop calling. Stop, you know, it's like, now mm-hmm. we actually need to do our work. So, and then another guy was like, dude, stop yelling at everyone. We're all just trying to help, you all know. Right. So, of course, probably a Facebook fight, like, went all <laughs> You know, and uh, the reply to that was, our friend is in serious trouble and needs help. I will yell my face off if that helps <laughs> to get the point across. So meanwhile, Stacy and Mikey are bleeding away in the ravine. Oh. So Stacy was super overwhelmed with the fear of slipping down the hill. Absolutely. So she just had her like fingers just sunk into the earth mm-hmm. as much as she could. And she was like, I'm slipping, I'm slipping. And he's like, try to hang on. Help is coming. And she's like, how long? Yeah. And he's like, I don't have any idea. And then his phone died. No! So, yeah, poor guy. He was, like, down to, like, 6%. And that's when everyone was like, stop posting. And then his phone died. And now they were truly alone. So Mikey was drifting in and out of consciousness when he heard the sound of a the brush rustling Uh and he immediately tensed up and was like, well, here's my new demise of this like tiger. coming." I don't know what actually what is in Bali. Probably snakes. Snakes for sure. It's a scary snake. Yeah. Uh, Oh, here it is. He tensed up. Bali has snakes, cobras and pythons. Oh, there we go. (laughs) And he wasn't exactly in any kind of condition to defend himself. No. So he waited anxiously for whatever was approaching to approach. And so it was at first a murmur and rustling, and then it turned into voices. And he realized, oh, dun, 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 it's, it's a search party. Oh. So speaking a little bit of English, the four rescuers came and they cradled uh, Mikey's back and neck as they carried him up to a flatbed oh. truck. <laughs> and sometime later, they placed Stacy next to him in the cargo area. Uh-huh. And her hair was soaked and matted with blood and <gasps> grime. And more blood covered her torso and legs. Oh. Mikey said he hardly recognized her. So oh she was gosh. in bad shape. So at 8.14 a.m., nearly four hours after they posted the plea yeah. for help, there was another, a Caitlin from Aww. Prague. Hey. Uh, who had been in constant touch the whole time, posted, update, he's okay, and he's in the hospital. Good. So there was relief all from all around the world, because <laughs> he had friends freaking all over. A guy named Jay posted, thank you, that's all we needed to hear. Aww. So Stacy spent eight days in the hospital before returning to her teaching job. Uh, she had suffered a fractured wrist, shattered cheekbones, Severe injuries to her mouth and tongue uh-huh. and a badly broken nose. Oh. Mikey's condition was much worse. He had internal bleeding, collapsed lung, a broken wrist, broken ribs, a fractured back and skull, <gasps> a perforated colon, and a bruised liver. Holy cow! Yeah, so he was in bad, bad shape. And he still got the help. Yeah, wow. yeah. He was able to actually leave the hospital three weeks after the crash. Oh. So he had to stay there for three weeks and... You know, he 
feels that it's, you know, it was essentially a miracle that they were able to get help. When people come together, wonderful things happen. Even when they're coming together somewhere way out there in cyberspace. So... It's just so crazy how, you know, everyone's attached to their phones, but it could save your life one It day. saved his life that time, yeah. for sure. Well, thank goodness he had that second phone. Yeah, that's really <laughs> smart. <laughs> Which is, I could see being the case if you're traveling all the time, to yeah. be able to have that SIM card that can call the U.S. And, that's true. You know, call your home and mm-hmm. friends and family who are all wildly concerned about you. Yeah, that just shows, like, ugh. You just a post on Facebook can save your life. Like that's crazy how people can rally together and figure out where you are. Man, and... that GPS is hella handy. Oh, yeah. As it turns out. Yeah, absolutely. That's crazy. Both our stories had the share location type thing. That's awesome. It is funny. But that just ugh, technology is so crazy these days, which is could be life or death sometimes. Well, can you even imagine what technology is going to be like in five years? No. I mean, I know. Even five years ago, it was like. There's all kinds of new stuff. Yeah, and, absolutely. You know. Oh, good, my word. Uh, good job, everyone. Oh, my gosh. I can't even believe. Way to keep your cool while surviving. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And letting, you know. I'd be crying all the time. and. Well, it's the thing. Like, with Jayla, you know, she tried to get as much information to her boyfriend. And her boyfriend kind of, like, took what he got and gave it to the police. Same thing with Mikey is, you know, he put his faith out into Facebook and... It all worked out. And it came back at him big time. So, wait, yeah, definitely. Way to keep your cool and, ugh. I wonder how long it took the rescuers to find them. Like, once they were tromping through the jungle. Maybe they knew. I mean, it could be, like, that's a famous spot where wrecks happen. It could be. If it's, like, a a big curve or something, it could very well be. Oh, my goodness. Tourists. <laughs> now it's gonna be me. Yeah, tooling around. I really wrote. I I drove a scooter once, just in a in the cul-de-sac. Uh, how do you say it? Cul-de-sac. Cul-de-sac. It was terrifying. Didn't do it again. So <laughs> yeah, I rode a motorcycle one time, yeah. and I hit a speed bump going yeah. far too fast oh, no. on this little like mini motorcycle. I was like, man, I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't mind riding on motorcycles if I'm the passenger, but not so much driving. Yeah. No. Um, it's probably good for everybody. Yeah. No, my sister and my dad drive motorcycles, and they told me I shouldn't. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take their advice. <laughs> and they're like, Michelle, same. <laughs> yeah. Both put us in the category of please don't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, well, good. Okay. Well, ah. Yay, technology! Yay, surviving! Yeah. Good job. Good job, everyone. I'm so, I'm just so proud of these people. You kind of do. It's like you kind of get to know them as you're researching their stories and stuff. And it's like, oh my God, I can't imagine like laying there with your tongue half gone. Like, oh, poor thing. Poor Stacy. Slide down a hill. Like, ah. Just Just the pure terror of it all. Good job. All right. Well, we'll check out our cleaned up copy of the yeah. podcast on KMWV. Woo, 98.3. Uh, 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 radio. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, and you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You can check out our website. I should totally be dead right now dot com. And yeah, just follow us and check us out. Yeah. That's it. Feel free to send us a drink. Just. Uh, Try again? No. Oh. Feel free to 
<laughs> can't do either. Feel free to send us a drink suggestion. Yeah, we love to try new things. So, all right, we will uh, see you next time. Thanks. Woo -woo. Bye. Bye.